0: Hey, welcome back, guys, to an episode of The Geek and Cheer, and it's me, your boy, Eli. It's me, Joe. And we're back to talk about Bad Batch and Loki, specifically episode 8 of Loki, I mean Bad Batch and episode 2 of Loki. So it's going to be a quick, short one, That's because uh, uh, there's nothing really big to talk about. We already did our 3 stuff. Uh,
1: yeah, this is... Ironically, this is a bit more of a slower episode. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Bad Batch or Loki?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll go with... No, uh, no, Loki. Bad Batch, since it is a shorter one. Yeah. And, I mean, to be fair, there is some interesting stuff to talk about in this episode. Oh, yeah,
0: no, a certain character shows up, and I'm wanting to talk about him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, as we usually do is we do a quick rundown of the episode, and we talk about our, our thoughts on it, and Joy is going to be the one starting us off. Go for it, Joy.
1: Okay, so... Um, we, I believe we start back in, uh, Kaminoan, uh, with the the Camino uh, facility, mm-hmm. uh, where, uh, Crosshair has gotten the information that, uh, that they've, uh, found the Bad Batch. And while the, uh, Kaminoans there are like, yo, listen, all right, it, these clones are really good. We just need to fix their inhibitor chips and they'll be ready to go, like, Crosshair. And, uh. I believe, uh, I forget, it's not uh, Tarkin, it's the other one.
0: Yeah, he has a very specific name, I just can't forget him, bro. Yeah. He only showed up for one episode, and, I just, and he, he was very bland.
1: Yeah, and uh, he's very much like, I don't care anymore, I want them all destroyed, exterminate them. And he's like, alright, cool, we're gonna do that. So, but meanwhile, uh, the Bad Batch are essentially sort of just sticking to the, uh, they've realized that the sav- the salvagers uh, are f- found out about them, they've knocked them out with stun guns, and they're sort of like okay what's the plan here and hunter decides that they should scavenge the ship for various parts and other materials that way they can pay back sid you know so they can clear their debt with sid and hopefully with that money they can you know uh you know go just, somewhere else yeah just
0: just get out of get out of this uh get out in debt with somebody you know
1: yeah Yeah. and uh yeah that's what they do they sort of scour the uh, the republic uh, ship Find like a cache of weapons and stuff, and you know it, it all seems pretty solid until uh, they notice that the ship's uh, I guess sensor that detects uh, when ships are nearby it goes yeah. off and, and yeah no uh, uh, crosshairs is here with it comes arrives uh, with a whole like platoon of clones, like three ships worth of, of clones, and are basically just just crossing. Just walking around the entire ship, just trying to find the Bad Batch. And it's like, all right, we need to, like, you know, figure things out. Tech tries to hack the comms and sort of, like, uh, you know, avoid the patrols. But Crosshairs knows the Bad Batch. You know, of course Wait, you guys yeah, would. uh
0: Yeah, I, I, I've always I've been with you guys for, like, what, 10 years now or something like that? Yeah, like. <laughs> like my whole life? <laughs> yeah, like, I know how you guys operate. Hunter, like, I. We, we, we talk about plants together. I, I know what you think.
1: Yeah, so very much they have them cornered.
0: You're going to move left. I'm going to move left. Yeah. Uh,
1: they have them cornered in, like, I think, one of the uh, bays where there's, like, a t- artillery guns, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, Omega tries to have a bit of a heart-to-heart with Crosshairs. Like, listen, it's the inhibitor chip, crosshairs mm. You can't help doing the things you do. And Crosshair is, like... Shoot the girl. She's making shit up. I don't know what she's talking about. Like, like she's talking too much sense. I gotta kill her. It's like, hey, 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 yo, crosshairs. You, it's between you and me. All right. Don't don't mess with. Don't involve the girl in this. And thank And you know, tech decides to uh, hack the, the guns, have them fire, and at least helps them escape a little bit. But uh, crosshairs is very much like, he. Like, nope. They're not getting away. So they somehow the bad batch. Decide to try to like navigate through the sh- ships like engines, which are you know, aren't operational, but tech, you know, being the tech guy, had turned the ship on at least is functional, and now uh, Crosshair decide has at least one of the one of his uh clones or whatever uh just ready to set the <laughs> the engine on. to pretty much like bait up either give them two choices. Die in the engine being burned alive, or you shot at? yeah, get shot by Crosshairs, who's like waiting outside the the engine exhaust. So, but the Bad Batch go with the third option: use the explosives they've had that they're they're gonna sell off, blow up the engine so that way they can escape that way, and uh, it does work, and it leaves Crosshairs because the uh, the explosion causes
0: the engine to tilt in a
1: certain direction, mm. and he he and a lot of his clones get burned.
0: Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought he was going to get some serious scars, but I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. He,
1: he definitely had to get bandaged up a little bit.
0: Yeah. Man looked like a mummy. Uh, while they're escaping, they uh, we run into a certain character from the good old Clone Wars show. Cad Bane, who's like, aside from like Bobo and Django, he's like the bounty hunter.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like Clint Eastwood motherfucker kind of thing.
1: He's very like everything turned into a western as soon as that guy showed up.
0: Oh no, yeah. And like he he was one of the baddest dudes in back in Clone Wars. He was one of the he like the Jedi were scared of his ass basically cuz mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, he he can go toe to toe with us and he's just a normal like alien dude. That's scary. And just and just seeing him just come in, I'm like, "Whoa. What happened?"
1: Yeah. And, and,
0: and later when he, when he came in, I was like, oh, shit, Cad Bane. Holy fuck.
1: Yeah, because...
0: Hunter, you're dead.
1: Yeah, because uh, originally Crosshairs decided, hey, they're not off the ship. They must have their ship somewhere. Let's send some clones there. They had it surrounded, but, of course, uh, Cad Bane showed up, killed all those clones, and uh, was waiting for the, for the Bad-Bad to show up. Sadly, uh, uh, not all. It's it, it was just Hunter and Omega, mm-hmm. and uh, um Cad Bane's after Omega, and uh, who who could have possibly sent Cad Bane after Omega? What wh- what what characters want Omega so bad? I wonder. Mm-hmm. I, wonder I wonder who. I wonder who. Uh, but uh, it turned into a bit of a of a of a standoff with uh Hunter and Cad Bane and. Sadly, Hunter gets shot in, right in the chest, and uh, Cad Bane takes Omega hostage, basically. And by the time uh, uh, Hunter wakes up, like the rest of the Bad Batch are are back, trying to escape into the ship, to avoid the clones, and Hunter tells the rest of the crew, he got her, he took Omega.
0: Who a bounty hunter? I was gonna say the the way that that the his wake his wake up shot, it's all POV, and it's like it's not really great.
1: Yeah, I think it's probably the first time I've ever seen the inside of a clone trooper mask, and a helmet, which I mean looks kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's sort of where the episode ends, and uh, yeah, we 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 Omega has been captured, and potentially on the way back to the Kaminoan facility because the Kaminoans really need Omega. For what reason we still don't know. Maybe we'll find out in the next episode.
0: Yeah and uh, really this is probably the most a lot of, like I said all in our previous ones the Bad Batch is becoming very straightforward it's, and that's not inherently a bad thing if we essentially um, but stuff is happening and stuff becomes more and more apparent especially with Amanda, because remember we were building up with the whole you know <laughs> Crushers uh, you know go, basically going insane with inhibitor chip and now we're, we're, we're coming into head with with Omega's potential importance, cause she is, cause there's a reason. There has to be a big reason as to why the Caminolans want her bad. So we're probably gonna, you know, go into that. But I think this is my this is, this is my big brain working. Is that the Bounty Hunters are all gonna fight over uh Omega?
1: Yeah, cause I assume there's a substantial relo- reward. Uh, we're probably gonna see the return of uh oh my god I forgot her name Uh, Fennec Fennec yeah we'll, we'll probably see Fennec probably show up and fight Cad Bane to take Omega because she probably wants the reward and Omega probably trusts her more than Cad Bane because I mean mm-hmm. he's a pretty pretty bad dude that Cad Bane uh, man I just love that guy <laughs> I like
0: his voice it sounds so cool <laughs> <laughs> he's always had a very good voice I mean, he's Clint Eastwood yeah, more he's the or man less. with no name.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean he does have a name. He's Cad Bane. He's uh, Cad Yeah, but uh, yeah. So yeah, like we said, I think last week. I think yeah, this is sort of I guess the, the start of like I guess the the big uh, next plot point because yeah, like the inhibitor chips w- was probably the my big like plot behind the scenes because you know like the the rest of the, the, the Bat Batch had inhibitor chips but they weren't affecting them but. Mm-hmm you know, it was setting up that record might be going insane and then of course when, you know, he does go a little crazy before they finally get the inhibitor chips out of them and now, you know, with that threat gone, there needs to be a new threat. What's mm-hmm. that new threat? Omega's been captured. We gotta get
0: her back. Right? Yeah. And really, you know, that's basically, it's gonna, it's gonna be our next few episodes really I think because I kind of would be disappointed if, if it ended by the next episode they got her back.
1: Yeah, no, I think this is definitely going to be the next sort of, like, little... over and arc. Like, yeah, a little arc we have, like, trying to get Omega back. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I imagine, like, Cad Bane's not
0: going to be easy to catch. Oh, God, no. He's Cad Bane. Yeah. A man like that, you, you can't... You can't just use him for one episode. One or two. You gotta you got use him well. Mm-hmm. He looks like a whole season's worth of plot point right there. In Back in Clone Wars. But, uh, no, it's, um, it's still... Bad batch still, still pretty solid. Um, nothing much to say.
1: Yeah, I th- I think I, I think this was a great episode. Yeah. You know? I I think I mentioned
0: this in the last episode that I tend to forget when this show's on. I mean, I guess I mean it comes out like every Friday, right? Yeah, every Friday. But like sometimes I'm like, oh wait, it's Friday. Oh well, yeah, Bad Batch is out. I'll ah, watch it later. Yeah, 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 I'm not I'm not as I'm not saying I'm not as invested, but I'm like, there's no real like freaking incentive to go watch aside from us doing this
1: i i, mean, I guess uh potentially with this plop uh starting up, you know maybe there is for mm. you maybe maybe uh but yeah that's sort of bad batch. and mm. now we uh jump into loki
0: and oh boy loki
1: yeah this is the second episode uh pretty uh well interesting a lot of stuff is happening. Yeah, a lot of stuff starts to happen in this episode. Um, you know, uh, we sort of start off with Loki basically at a desk job at this point. Uh, just sort of having to learn the ins and outs of the TVA. Uh, talking with the little mascot. I don't know the name of the mascot. I think his name is Timey or something. I don't know, that sounds a little dumb. Uh, Who's voiced by Tara Strong, by the way. I found that out the other day. That sounds about right. Did you hear it? Yeah, I can hear that. I mean, you know, yeah. yeah I mean, for for a small role like that, they probably would have gotten a voice actor, just not like a. Also, a,
0: is, is is it
1: sentient? I mean, yeah. Loki asks the questions like, "Are you like like alive, or are you just like some sort of recording or something?" And she kind of goes like, "Kind of both," you know. So I I think she is kind of she has her own like personality but she definitely i guess she has a mind cause of her res- own
0: because she responds to him if it was a recording it wouldn't respond
1: yeah no it's a bit of both i think she she'll i think she'll reap she'll talk she's mainly there to just explain all this shit about the tva
0: but she does have a bit of a mind of her own okay because the whole the whole i'm not saying it was like bad bad but that's i'm like now i'm starting to question stuff <laughs> I mean, you know, it's... This and again, it's a, it's a comic book property. I should, I should learn when to put my questions to the side and just accept
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a crazy place. There they have so many Infinity Stones. I mean, mm-hmm. place is weird. Uh, but yeah, there's another attack on their Minutemen in uh, yeah, a Renaissance fair, right? It's kind of funny because when they show up, they're like, search the area. And there's just one lady who's working there. It's like, you're not even... Is Why are you dressed like this? This is a medieval fair. You know how hard my job is <laughs>
0: <laughs> i i feel for the Renfair fair people i feel for them Heck, uh, okay i've been to the fair, Ren fair once and there's a and mo- I'm gonna say this right now, most people do not commit to the the whole dressing up like it's uh medieval times
1: well who has the time to make those costumes
0: well no i'm not saying like normal people i'm saying like oh you mean the people working there no no no, no, no. i'm talking people who would go there dressed up as well
1: oh i mean motherfucker i saw
0: like three doctor who's <laughs>
1: What are you talking about? Doctor Who just wanted to go, you know, back to medieval times with his little uh, friends or whatever, you
0: know. We've clearly never seen Doctor Who on there now. I yeah I haven't. I, it's uh, not it's not
1: it's not for me. It's not, it's not for me. Yeah, um, the fans scared me away. <laughs> well, I guess for you maybe. I just never cared. Um, yeah, no. So uh, Loki attacks the miniman there
0: with good old uh, I need a hero. Yeah, uh,
1: which was I guess. Interesting, <laughs> uh, I guess like those men definitely needed a hero, and it was not Loki, <laughs> uh, because uh, Loki kidnaps one of them, you know, and uh, they assume that they were keeping them hostage. Because uh, uh, Mobius, uh, I forget the name of that one, um, Minuteman. she's a woman, uh, African American, I don't know, if they even gave her a name.
0: Uh, I think they did. Uh, apparently, she's played by a very well, uh, a respected actor. I don't, I didn't recognize. Because I'll be honest, the the way the show is tinted, it's a little. It gets. It, I cannot ha- have a hard time seeing people's faces. I
1: I think it's also kind of hard, man, because a lot of these uh, men, men characters all wear the same uniform. Yeah. So they, it, it makes sense in terms of the context of the universe, but it does make it hard sometimes to figure out who's who. Sometimes. Uh, but yeah, basically they're going to investigate, and Loki joins along because Moby is like, "All right, we got the ace in the hole, Loki here. He's gonna figure this all out. We're about to do some CSI crime scene investigation." Mm-hmm. And uh, they get to the uh, like the, the tent where the Minutemen got attacked, and uh, they sort of just Loki sort of just uh, goes off on a little like, "No, all right, you guys, we can't leave the tent because mm-hmm. if we're t- dealing with me here." I would have been set. This is a trap. i would be setting up an ambush outside the tent to get all you guys. All right. This is serious. This Loki's pretty crazy. You know what we should do? Mm. You should take me to the Time Lords. It, you know, and uh, let me uh, talk to them about this stuff. And we'll be just like, you're no, no, you're bullshit. No, you're bullshit. bullshit. You're, no. You're bullshit. <laughs> yeah, you're bullshitting us. Oh, Let's, I know you. Yeah, like I
0: read, like I read your files. Yeah, I know you. You're
1: not. You, you. You're the trickster god. Yeah, like no, that's just pack it up. Reset the the, the we we'll set the reset chargers and let's get out of here. Mm-hmm.
0: God, I oh, love <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: it's a very much like uh no, I'm not buying your bullshit. Which I think is the uh the nice thing about Loki is that we have this dynamic between Mobius and uh, Loki himself. Mobius is very much the straight guy. He's like. I'm not going to take any of your bullshit. All right, I know you. I, you know, like, read your file. I've, like, seen all the things you can do. I ain't, like, trusting you for a second. Nope. I, I want you to do just the one job. It's just to help us catch you,
0: all right? That's the only reason I have you here. That's the only reason I haven't killed you. Yeah, pretty
1: much. And, uh, you know, uh, they sort of have the... He sort of has Logie sort of, like, comb through all the, uh... All the uh, attacks that Loki, this, this other Loki has done on the Minutemen in order to just sort of like, all right, here, listen, just look over to these files. Maybe you'll find something that we haven't noticed and, you know, like just try to figure out where could this Loki be hiding out? So Loki sort of just reads through these files. He gets a little bit annoyed and like about the the library environment, mm-hmm. right? People just searching him he's like like, you, how about that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like and, every every library joke ever.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so uh, Loki decides to go through some files, and he notices uh, the Ragnarok file. You know that what happens to Asgard at the end. You know Ragnarok happens. And it's funny too because I think I noticed in the file it mentions like the Revengers. Because <laughs> if you remember in the movie, uh, I think I didn't, I didn't
0: catch that. I'll be honest.
1: Yeah, Thor, you know, talked about like you know, you. Hulk, Valkyrie, we're gonna be the Revengers. Yeah, that's where we're gonna be. So I'm kind, kind of, kind of funny in the file. It mentions that line, the Revengers. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Loki's then gets sort of a light bulb moment. It's like, mm. oh, okay. So he heads back to Mobius. He's having a bit of a lunch break, and he's like, mm. "Don't mess with my salad, man." It's like, no, I need this for a metaphor, because essentially Loki explains that he feels that this Loki, the one causing all this havoc. Uh, is basically um, hiding out in a bunch of like apocalypses, like world-ending events, essentially mm-hmm. in these areas, right? Because much, because you know, explaining how like the uh, uh, the the time like reset things work. Yes. Where basically, usually, like they just reset whatever happens. And, like, whatever is going to happen there just gets reset and nothing really affects the timeline in a grander scheme. Mm-hmm. So, Loki sort of uh, deduces. deduces that if I were to go back to an a, a apocalyptic event where I just did a bunch of random stuff, but the entire place was going to go to shit anyway, then that's not going to appear on your time thing. Because whatever I did there was just going to be end up, you know, being destroyed anyway. Yep and so he goes to pompeii yeah to test the theory out they they go to pompeii or loki just starts which
0: is it an apocalyptic event maybe from their perspective
1: well i think the way loki puts it is that by apocalyptic i think they mean like this area gets pretty much destroyed and there are no survivors mm-hmm. which pompeii yeah volcano explodes everyone in the city dies mm-hmm. right so, yeah, and Loki sort of just goes around messing around with everybody speaking in Greek. You know, it's like, the, the volcano's going to blow up. Live your lives. And they're just like, what? Wait, what is he going on about? And then the volcano explodes, and they're like, oh, God. It's like, yeah. And Mobius checking his little uh, temp- like, little thing- Timed, yeah. time thingy watch or whatever, just checking for any abnormalities. He's like, there's no abnormalities here. It's like, you know, they just test- essentially prove it in the theory. So Mobius decides to go. To uh, his boss, uh, I believe her name is Ray Slayer, something like that. Yeah, it's it's a bit confusing. Uh, sort of tells her this and it's like, so you want me to send a? Well, no, actually, first of all, then they they essentially go back mm. to I think the candy bar that uh, the the kid from the first episode yeah. in France got, and Mobius sort of like, all right, maybe with you here we can figure out. What's up with this? Maybe we can go mm-hmm. figure out an, an apocalyptic event mm-hmm. where this Loki's hiding out in. Yeah, where this, this candy bar came from, which came came from like a time period of, like in the twenty forties to twenty fifties, like that sort of future bit. So they sort of like scour through various sort of like disa- natural disasters and stuff that wiped out places, mm-hmm. and they find like a place I believe. I believe it's in Alabama, Alabama, like, like some sort of like uh, on the Gulf Coast
0: of the United yeah. States
1: where there's a huge hurricane that wipes out an entire city. Yeah.
0: With rocks, uh... rocks on. Yeah. Oh. It, it's rocks. Roxon. it's like a future Roxon, But yeah. Yeah.
1: Like a future Roxon supermarket. I think yeah. rocks cart. Yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. And so, you know, Mobius then goes to his boss and is like, hey, listen, we need to send a Minutemen platoon. I need to go there. Loki needs to go there. And I think this is where we catch Loki. To which she's very much like, are you sure you want to trust Loki? The dude messed up our last mission. It's like, listen, all right, I just got a gut feeling that this is where we're going to get Loki. Mm -hmm. You know? And she's like, all right, but if this falls flat on its face again, it's all on you. So, yeah, they decide to, uh, you know, uh, this whole Minutemen platoon with the uh, you know the, uh, with our sort of main Minutemen, uh, guard, leading the the charge mm-hmm. with Mobius and Loki, they head into the supermarket, and she's very much like, no, 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 all right, Mobius, you go with the rest of the crew over there. Yeah, I'm. St- I'll we'll check the greenhouse. I'm taking Loki with me. He's like, no, 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 no. Loki's my responsibility. I got to You know, I we got to be mm-hmm. together. Yeah. And Loki's like, no, 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 it's okay. Let me try to earn you guys' trust here. Yeah. Right, I'll go with her. And uh, so, yeah, they, they start to go together. And they meet this one dude who's just shopping. He's like, "Is it? Uh, could this be you? And Loki's like, I mean, I would have probably worn a suit, but, yeah, probably this could be me. Because, obviously, going and shopping at a supermarket when there's a major, like, hurricane, and being like, it's a hurricane, so it's like, when the hurricane's right at, like, on the shore, like, right, like, coming in hard, nah, this guy is like, this guy is definitely, you know, yeah, nothing And it and at first it appears that she sort of just knocks her out, but there's this green little glow that mm. travels from him to her, and yeah, no, it turns out that uh, uh she's being manipulated by the this other Loki, you know, and it's like oh. So, you're the one that, you know, the TVA has gotten to try to track me down. It's like, oh, I am assume I'm talking to Loki. Talking, I'm talking to me, basically. Yeah. Well, she's like, and, and she in the body, Loki in, the, in this woman's body is like, really? Because I feel like you're the me here. And it's like, okay. And they sort of just sort of go walk around the mm-hmm. supermarket just trying to, like, Loki's just trying to figure out what this other Loki wants. Right, and uh, also just explaining that you know Loki's main plan here was to buy into the trust of the TVA so mm-hmm. that he could went and get to the uh, uh, the over you know the overseers of time, and basically just manipulate his way to controlling the TVA. And uh, this Loki is very much like that. Sounds like a decent plan, but mm-hmm. personally, I'm not into it and he's like wait why come on i've been like trying to like kind of help you out here i was the one stall, installing like, them in the tents that you know you could escape and it's like yeah sure i guess but like i got my own plan going here man
0: like well, what would i follow you
1: yeah why what would you benefit what do i benefit from all of this and yeah. loki's very confused he's like what i'm trying to like you know you know rule the world stuff here come on And uh, very much this Loki's kind of had enough of our main Loki here and controls the uh, body of a large man and starts beating the shit out of this Loki. Mm -hmm. And it turns out uh, we do sort of, through this, uh, we sort of learn that this Loki is very much uh, has set up some charges, uh, the reset charges, around this entire supermarket. And basically was leading Loki and the rest of, the, of these Minute Men into a trap, in order to you know take them all out in one go, mm-hmm. right? And Loki does his best to try to stop it, you know. And it's like, he, like what's the deal here? What do you want? Like, I don't get any of this. Like this is a little weird even for me. And I kind of understand why why Thor how Thor feels whenever I do this stuff. <laughs> it's like, you, you now you realize? Yeah, well, I mean, when you talk to your parallel self from another uh, universe doing the same things you do to other people. Like,
0: Jesus, no wonder I'm so pathetic. Yeah,
1: you know, like, man, I can't believe I'm that annoying. Uh, but yeah, um, sort of the big reveal here uh, by the end uh, is uh, once the uh, detonators all start to charge, uh, Loki, uh, this other Loki, Removes uh, mm. the enchantment that was controlling the man, and then appears in front of Loki. And it turned, and you know, this Loki takes off their hood, mm. and is revealed
0: to be a female, female Loki. Loki. Yeah, I saw it coming a mile away. Honestly,
1: uh, yeah, I kind of. Part of me was like, if they're not gonna show Loki's face at the end of the first episode, like this, this Loki that's sort of uh, you know messing around with mm. the timeline. I was gonna be like, yeah, this might be some parallel Loki, maybe a female Loki, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, and it's neat, it's interesting. I mean, uh, Loki's a shape shifter by nature, so yeah, you know.
0: So, I mean, even in Norse mythology, he's.
1: I mean, yeah, like Loki will just you know he'll just be whatever he wants to be sometimes. Yeah. So. that you know. horse. Yeah, you just, you, you, well, we, I, I don't think we should get into that no, story. We're not, we're not, no, we're not. Because that's just a weird stuff. But let's just say uh, uh, Loki does uh, some things as a horse, and it turns out, we're not going to discuss it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a female Loki. She sort of sets the place to go off soon, and uh, all these reset chargers are, like, starting to, like, about to go off. Yeah. Uh, Mobius and the rest of TVA think that Loki's essentially has double-crossed them, and they're trying to chase them down. And this Loki decides to open one of these time portal things that they usually use to like leave and enter mm. different eras. Leaves, and uh, our Loki uh, decides to follow her through, and yeah. that's where we end the episode.
0: And all I gotta say is, Jesus Christ, they. This is a very. There's a lot of stuff going on in this episode. I can talk. About... I can go on for. Good, 20 minutes. <laughs> not really. I wouldn't say 20 minutes exactly, but, you know, first of all, can I tell you about what people are thinking? Uh, more theories for these shows? I mean, uh, I guess you didn't lay
1: it on me. I mean, I don't really have any sort of big theories going on here.
0: Okay, so the big theory is that that's not a female Loki, it's actually Enchantress. The Enchantress? Yes.
1: I mean, that would be interesting.
0: Yeah. 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 But also, it's like... Uh, I don't know. kind of like the idea of female Loki.
1: Yeah, because I feel like, if anything, this could... Because, essentially, what... Uh, actually, no. I, I misspoke earlier. Because the, res- the reset charges don't blow up the place. She's using... She's like essentially sending them into different places in the timeline. Causing yeah. a big... Like, these weird, like, branching points. Essentially... She's essentially bombed the, the sacred timeline. Yeah, I misspoke there. My bad. Uh, you know, just mm-hmm. I mean, ignore this that point. But basically, stuff still applies. She escapes through the uh, mm-hmm. through the, the little time door thing and Loki falls her. Uh, but, you, but yeah, I, I think uh, uh, I honestly thought that's kind of interesting what you said about her
0: being actually enchantress. Because,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, she, she also does a lot of crazy cookie stuff. Um, but mostly just to get
0: Thor's attention because he, he, she really
1: wants to bang him I mean yeah which would be kind of I guess odd in this show considering uh, Thor's not in it yeah yeah
0: unless she somehow randomly appears in Thor Love and Thunder I mean it's possible right I mean with the, with the title like Love and Thunder you would imagine yeah
1: um, but yeah uh, if anything I think it's more neat if she's like a like a you know she's from like another universe kind of deal. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Though I will say um, bombing the timelines, we still I think we're gonna learn more about the idea of multiverse and Loki than anything else. This may be the beginning of like how we see the more multiverse be formed.
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, that's kind of where I, th- I that's where it might lead to. I mean, if we have a female Loki and if it continues to be like. A female Loki and not some sort of twist of huh I'm actually Enchantress the entire time kind of thing then yeah I think this show more than I think WandaVision because a lot of people wanted WandaVision to be that show to expand on like delve into multiverse stuff because of uh, the appearance of uh, Pietro and stuff Mm -hmm. Um, here though that might actually be the case considering uh, how the Sacred Timeline came to be right yeah and stuff they essentially took all these timelines and merged them into one mm-hmm. giant timeline and you know the whole point of the TVA is to make sure there aren't any admiral- abnormalities that change the flow of time and create their own separate timelines right mm-hmm. uh, so yeah we could see this this could this show could at least introduce the concept of the multiverse in in the MCU which could potentially be expanded on in the uh, the doctor strange multiverse of madness yeah
0: so yeah, which could be the uh, the overarching thing without the uh, more than just Phase Four, hopefully, because I feel like if it's just the, if it's just the multiverse for the for just Phase Four, it'd be really kind of you know, like make 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 it the whole thing, you know. Leave le- to something like Secret Wars because that's what happened in the twenty fifteen him make it Secret Wars, kind of thing. Um, I will say aside from those two notes, just really really great episode man it's been interesting throughout the the whole you know watch there's a lot of interesting conversations especially with Mobius and Loki about like you know Loki being essentially he's like you guys think you're smart but I'm always 10 steps ahead of you and Mobius being like yeah but I I can call your bluff man
1: yeah like uh yeah it's an yeah like I said it's an interesting dynamic to have Mobius being sort of this very straight man to loki's wacky shenanigans mm-hmm. uh and also i mean you know like loki's usual tricks not working on him mainly because he's sort of like he, one that he knows him like super well at this point and mm. two uh like you know he's just uh i guess when it comes to like you know the sacred timeline thing he's like i i generally know what's gonna happen right
0: yeah and I will say that just some of the dialogue is really great. Like there was a moment that you and I were talking because some people have been noting that this, uh, di- this particular, like, um, conversation between Mobius and Loki is something that I, I, I didn't catch it at first until I until a second rewatch and people mentioning online and then you came in and was like, you know, yeah, that's, that sounds, it sounds very similar to what people have. It's the idea of like, is there a God, you know, should I really follow your, your three lizard time Lords or whatever? Yeah,
1: and I'm like, are they lizards? I well, are they I mean, lizards? No, I think he just a joke he makes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, the Mobius and Loki have this sort of conversation of very much of Loki's still kind of very much like, you realize all of this time stuff you're talking about. This whole TVA stuff is just insane, right? Like you just these three magic time wizards or whatever created the sacred home, the sacred timeline, and created you. And everybody else at the TVA to just run it and make sure everything stays fine. That's a little wacky, isn't it? And Mobius is very much like, yeah, but, I mean, look at you. I mean, where did you come from? You know, like, a frost giant. And who raised you? Uh, Odin. Oh, yeah, Odin the sky god. You know, raised by a bunch of, like, you know, created by some frost giants. I mean, listen to you, you know. All things you say are equally as confounding, right? So, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's like, yeah, there is definitely an a undertone of, like, I guess, religion in a sense, or at least how thing, like, how, how you know, human civilizations throughout the, you know, the centuries mm-hmm. and stuff have, like, their own creation stories of, like, how we, how how they came to be and stuff like yeah. that. I,
0: I will say if they, I would love it if they do do some stuff about religion, because, like, in the Marvel Universe... <laughs> They don't shy away from religion. Like, I'm not saying, like, oh, religion is bullshit, or, like, you know, there is a God. But just, like, almost everyone has a affiliation with with a religion. Whether it be, you know, they're part of their character or not. You know, like, before we talked in this episode, we talked about, you know, Daredevil's a Catholic. Eddie Brock, Venom, is Catholic. He, he was raised Catholic as hell. You know, Magneto's Jewish. He was a Holocaust survivor.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, that, that, that all, all that stuff does play into a good chunk of characters. Yeah,
0: and Reed Richards is an atheist, and you know it's not a religion, but you know that that kind of gives you the idea of like how Reed Richards is—he's a man of science. Everything can be solved with science. That found you know him, you know he found different particles, alternate dimensions, you know pocket dimensions. Like for him, like what the existence of God? Yeah, sure, whatever. I don't care. I don't believe in him. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And and we still have like different people, and you know we have Thor and Loki who are named after the, you know the the Norse gods, but are you know it's the question like are they really gods, or are they aliens, or demigods, or you know we also have Hercules and the rest of the pantheon of that, so on and so forth. So it's like, I mean I'm not I don't think they're gonna do it. I'll say that right now. Because that's a little touchy.
1: Yeah, I, yeah 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 and, and I think that doesn't really it'd be a weird tangent to go on in in a show like this well
0: I, feel. Well, I wouldn't say that part of the show but more like something that they could eventually do at one time but I'm like, I don't think they'll do it because it's it's weird for I think it'd be a little too weird uh Disney tends to play like to play it safe didn't like to do anything that would seem off. But uh, unless it's a character whose whole point is, like, like I said, Daredevil, he's Catholic. Magneto, he's a Jewish Holocaust survivor. Like, that's part of their character. Yeah. They, like, I mean, I think they'll do something like that. But I, I would they wouldn't go, I don't think they'll go that far deep into, like, religion as a thing. Is what I'm saying.
1: Like, like a commentary on yes, the religion. Yes, and yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I don't
0: think that. that, that they, they, They will not do that.
1: Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't really know if anyone wants that either, nah. or who even suggested something like that.
0: Like, well, it was like when people started talking about it again. Then I rewatched that scene. I'm like, man, I would love to see like more conversation about this, specifically because Marvel Universe, because the Marvel Universe is so, um, interesting when it comes to the idea of like, you know, is there a god or isn't there a god? We got a fucking thunder god over here, fucking Hercules, demigod god over there. And then you have something like all the one above all and the one below all. And then that's, I'm going off tangent now. (laughs) Oh yeah. But, uh,
1: yeah, no. Um, but anyways, uh, I think this episode, yeah, I agree with you. It's pretty great. Uh, and how many episodes is this series supposed to be like eight? I want to say it's eight. Yeah. So, I mean, heck, uh, Loki following, uh, the female Loki into that, you know, time thing,
0: uh, Probably gonna set up some interesting stuff. You know what I think? It's I would like to see M- more different iterations of Loki. Just because they since they teased that at the beginning.
1: Yeah, yeah, because they do show off like just various uh designs of Loki or whatever.
0: I would like to see one where it's like classic uh comic book Loki, the uh, like the green, super green suit and like the 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 weird horn helmet thing, like not the one he has in like in the movies. And like later on in the in the comics, but more like his OG OG look, uh huh. Like that one, that would be pretty cool. Yeah,
1: I mean be, that, that that would be interesting. I, I won't lie. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, I think there's also something we forgot to mention in, in the previous episode, is that they show off ki- him killing Phil Coulson, but they never show tell him like, you thought you killed kill, but Phil, but he's still he's still alive, man. He's right over there.
1: Yeah, but I mean. uh... <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't think Loki would care anyway. True, but uh, but it'd be like a nice little like, not. Hey guys, uh, Age of Shield cannon. It's not really.
1: I mean, it, it, it kind of was. Is, kinda was. Kinda is. I mean, the heli, I think what is it, the helicarrier they get at the end of uh season two? Yeah, uh, they use it for Age of Ultron at the end. Mm-hmm. I believe, um. I mean it's kind of connected right uh but you know it's that's that's whatever i guess but uh, yeah overall um solid second episode definitely uh uh wondering what the hell's gonna happen next you know it leaves us on a pretty solid cliffhanger especially because all these essentially all these branching timelines are starting to appear and send all these uh, Minute Men to like correct correct as much of this shit as possible, you know, and uh, who knows? And maybe we'll finally, maybe we'll learn the the true motivations behind this second female Loki, mm-hmm. if she is a female Loki. I mean, I'd be yeah. I'd be kind of weirded out if they if they
0: just do a bait and switch with that. But I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna think so. I'm gonna think they did it with Ag- Agatha Harkness. I mean,
1: I guess, but like that one was more under, like you could kind of see it coming because yeah. they, they leave it hints that
0: Agatha was definitely weird. Yeah. True. True. True enough. True enough. But yeah, I think it's a solid episode and I think that's where we're going to end it there. Uh, I say solid, but I mean, it's a great episode. And yeah. So thank you guys for checking us out. <laughs> that was an awkward way to end it. But no, thank you for uh, listening to our episode. Uh, if you want to know where you can find us, we uh, do have a bunch of social media uh, links at The Kings Experience. You can search them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Again, at The Kings Experience. And if you go to the Instagram, where we're the most active, you'll find a link tree to all the podcasts and sites that we are fully part of, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pot, uh, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, Pandora and all that good stuff. And we also have a link to the YouTube for all the audio listeners out there that can help uh, that, you know, want to support us in any any form of way. You can support us there on the YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell icon, all that good stuff, you know, the YouTube is known for. And we also have a Patreon that you can support us in any form of way. Uh, We totally understand if you choose not to. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, Just know that it would be greatly appreciated. And yeah, that should be all. Did I miss anything? Nope. No, I don't think so. All right, guys. We'll be back with something else next week. And we might have some special announcements. So, again, check out the our social medias for all that kind of announcement that you'll see soon coming up. And, yeah, it's been me, your boy, Eli. It's me, Joe. Yes, yeah, have a good one. Peace.